crank it. You're listening to Trans Talk Raw. I'm the highly opinionated rebel, Nikki Marie Dawn, and I'm with my co-host, the hard-hitting, truth-telling, Terry Allen. We are a couple of trans survivors, rocking the airways, bringing you our lived experiences, opinions, and a ton of info about being transgender. This is episode 33, and today we're talking about cis cannibalism and cis allies in the trans community. We are giving our opinions about what occurred with Amanda Knox and Gwen Benaway, along with how the trans community continues to implode on itself. This is a victory for all those against us. It's appalling. Content warning, F-bombs, and more. You need to listen to this show from start to finish. I don't care. We can do either one. Why don't we just do something, all right? I know. Why don't we do trans cannibalism? Because today, the shit hit the fan all over the place. Yes, it did. Very high-profile individuals. We have done one other show in regards to trans cannibalism, where I think we really hit it on the head of all of the different issues and things that people are going through and how our community is treating each other, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Pardon the language, but then again, oh, wait a minute. I swear all the time. It is ass a nine. It is. So the stupidity that runs rampant in our community at times is just beyond ridiculous. It is totally ridiculous. Go after each other in that way because of petty bullshit. Well, and this is the thing. And I mean, two of the most, two very prominent accounts went down, actually three and probably even four. Uh, now, Twitter accounts have gone down by the wayside because of this interaction that was done. And obviously, neither one of us were at the front line of this to see exactly what's going on. There are a couple of women that were kind of watching this all unfold. I've read a couple of posts where, um, yes, you know, there's full written posts. Of well, they took and that. posted about it on Twitter, trying you know, to make sense right. of it and trying to give some advice and sense to others in the community of how stupid this is. It, to it's, go at each other in this way. It's ridiculous. And of course, we're talking about Amanda Jett Knox. And? Who wrote the book. Was I think it's Love Thrives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I have the highest respect for Amanda Knox and what she did. And I'm just going to say that straight oh, out. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think she has probably been one of the, the, the best individuals for our community. She's written the books. She's done. Uh, she has a trans child. She has a trans mate. What mm-hmm. better person to be an ally for our community than this Absolutely. individual? And yet is attacked directly straight out because of some petty love, little bullshit. Love, I want to get her book correct. Love Loves Here, A Story of Thriving in a Transgender Family. It's the name of her book. Now, when, when, I, when I see this, I mean, obviously she's done an extensive amount for the community. I mean, that is that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better trans ally, a trans cis ally who has, as you said, a trans child who has transitioned as a teenager and whose spouse is transgender. And so she has two members of her family that is trans. And this is a problem. (laughs) Who better to represent the cis community than somebody like her? I mean, so many cis people could learn so much and have learned so much from Amanda. Yes, her book resonates so much with both transgender and cis people. So she shares her experience of being a cis person and queer because she comes to realize that she is also lesbian or at least bisexual. Well, um, yeah. So, you know, she's queer as well. And then to be cis and then have family members, you know, biological child that's trans, and then her spouse who transitioned after marriage. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Such a huge, and she's done amazing stuff within the community of being um, a spokesperson in support 
of trans people. She is not speaking in place of us. She is speaking in support of us. Yes. And it's a, big this, difference. And it's a huge difference. And if anybody doesn't understand that, they better give their heads a shake. Because mm-hmm. right now, it is showing this cannibalism that's going on between Gwen Benaway, who is the other individual that was involved in this, yeah. who should get off her high fucking horse, as far as I'm concerned, in all regards, and sit down as an adult and have a conversation. You do not pick on such an amazing ally like that. Okay. No, and it was awful. She apparently the gist of it, from what I could gather from various tweets on this today, which you can't get to now. She saw Miss Knox is almost being a parasite, living off the trans blood, so to speak. That she was making a living on the suffering of transgender individuals. In this case, her child and her spouse. And that she was doing this in a very nefarious way. And it's so beyond the facts of the matter that she could even hold that kind of opinion. It's like nobody can speak on a trans issue unless it is a trans person. We cannot get anywhere. We cannot get the equality that we seek with just us. Our numbers are woefully insufficient to win. We just do not. We are the minority of a minority. 1% of the population, maybe two. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. lucky, You know, and I'm sorry, that cuts across all age demographics. And then you get into the nitty gritty of the age of people that actually do stuff. And it's the, you know, we're tiny. We do not have the numbers without cis support. Right, exactly. And when we see attacks like this going down, this just empowers all of the individuals out there in the cisgender community that want to see us fail, die, go away. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. This, this basically is just putting fuel on the fire in the infighting. I bet you half of those individuals or all of those individuals right now are laughing their faces off going, we couldn't have asked for a better Oh, God, I know. Yeah, today. the implosion, the implosion of this and just to take down an icon that Miss Knox has become. I mean, oh my God, it was just an amazing thing what she did. And to achieve that, you know, she didn't set out to be that. She just wanted to share the story of her family, of how love, you know, thrives and love lives here. And we chose love to be the centerpiece of our life and to accept each other. That's what she wrote about. Yeah, and that's the whole basis of everything that we should be believing in as a community. Yeah, you know, the I mean, it's at the forefront. Right, it, all you need is love. You know, love and, and conquers all. Exactly, right? and that's one of the things that drives me crazy because when we yeah. look at it, we're already going through so much. We already have to deal with so much to try to get through transition. All of the heartache of losing our families and everything else. She was a pivot. She was a a cornerstone in our community showing that, you know what, if you have love and you're willing to keep an open mind, you can do anything. And teaching people that and having that caringness in that. I mean, in our community, we go through so much suffering. Um, You know, we already talk about and I talk about gatekeeping and everything else by the cisgender population, even when it comes to therapists and that sort of thing. And I would not be alive if it weren't for cis allies, my therapist was cis, all my doctors have been cis, endocrinologist, my GP, my GRS surgeon is cis. Yes, she makes her living off doing GRS surgeries on trans people. Is she some sort of succubus, some sort of cis vampiric person sucking the lifeblood out of us because she can perform these surgeries? Oh, my God, I'm extremely grateful okay. that she wanted to do this. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. And I'm saying it's been years in, in, in money and time and blood and sweat to be able to offer this amazing skill to us to help us be whole. You know, you're a surgeon as well, cyst. 
My endocrinologist, the majority cis. of GRAs surgeons are cis. Yep. Most of the uh, FFS surgeons are cis. cis. Okay. It is what it is. But all of these individuals, and exactly like you said, Terry, all of these individuals are here to help us. Correct. Okay. Yes, is there gatekeeping? Yes, it's right. part of the beast, unfortunately. Sure, it is. Yeah, and and I mean, I can I and I go on that. I know I've mentioned this lots of times. I'm trying to totally destroy the gatekeeping if I can get an opportunity to, which would embedder the community. But yet, in turn, as well, even if that was done and and achieved, you would still guess what? Have cis doctors looking after us, just out of the majority of percentages of how many we are. I don't know too many other trans therapists out there. No, there are very okay. few. I've heard of some, but there are very few. Few and far between, right? Very few trans doctors. I mean, my God, this think of it. We're 1% of the population. And well, then you got to think of, well, what percentage of the population becomes doctors? Oh, well, then it's one uh -huh. of that's going to be trans. And you're talking about... The minority of the minority of the minority of the minority. Exactly. How, how much of an nth degree do you want to carry this out to the point of, well, you're not going to be able to get the help you need if you're depending on it coming from purely and exclusively another transgender person. Right. And that's ridiculous. And I, I was actually, I read a couple of posts today by other individuals, not, you know, nobody that's... Uh, of the caliber of what Amanda Knox is. Um, and even with the following that, uh, you know, Gwen Benaway has, but there were people that were coming out and going, yeah, there should be no therapists that can perform, you know, therapy on transgender people. It should be all transgender people. Well, get, get your head out of your ass because you know what? I mean, in a perfect world, that would be wonderful. It would to have another transgender person to be your therapist and to be your doctor and to be your endocrinologist and to perform your GRS. It would. I mean, well, that'd be lovely. You know, I looked at, I mean, Dr. Um, McQuinn, I think is her name in Pennsylvania. Um, and then the one out in California. Mm -hmm. Can't remember her name either. Harper with names, but. Bauer, Dr. Bauer, who's, yeah, who's, Marcy, a, who's Marcy, a, Bauer. Marcy Bowers, yeah. uh, who is uh, a trans doctor. And I, I think there's at least a couple more, but I, four is about all I know of um, that I've encountered. Right. Four, four. Can you imagine all of them doing all DRS surgeries that are done? All yeah. of them. I really? I mean, they all have weights as it is now. Right. You want to wait 10 years for your surgery? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so these kind of remarks that happened today are just destroying the, the community in a whole. Um, anybody that I believe that oh, is yeah. going to start, you know, you, yes, you can have your opinion. That's fine. Okay. But there's also reality involved with this too. Okay. And if you're going to sit here and throw stones at the individuals that are going to help you as a trans person, then really, do you deserve to even be trans? Well, let's let's not go there. They, nobody, I don't know if that's a quality. Does it, does anybody deserve to be trans? Lord well, I mean that in a sense of that, you know, because uh, I'll bet you anything. The individual that uh, uh, Gwen, straight out, bet you she's got cis doctors too. <laughs> I would be amazed that she doesn't, uh, especially given the health system in Canada that y'all don't have. Uh, just a huge number of, of folk that you can go to that's in exactly. the system. You are very, very constrained if you want the state to pay for it. It's like GRS. Y'all have, what, one doctor that the government funnels, and he is not trans, but the man is skilled as shit. No kidding. And has been doing it for decades. Oh, I know. Really? Okay. You know, that's like, Dr. Oh, Brissard. Okay, you know. Yep. And that's Dr. You throw that out the window? Exactly. Um, Dr. Brizard has put his own money into it, his own clinic to try to help people. Now, are you going to turn around and say, oh, but he's making money on the backs of trans people. That's wrong because he's cisgender. Holy crap. When you start to talk about this and say this kind of stuff, how ludicrous is all of this? Yeah. Are you going to find a mechanic, a transgender mechanic to work on your car? 
Oh, yeah. Your or plumbing at your house. Any electrical issues that might be gone. Yeah. Oh, I know a landscaper. You know, you've got to be transgender. If you're going to do anything for me, I need to go to a transgender grocery store. Yep. Yeah. Flower shop. Anything I'm doing, it's got to be through another transgender person. That's going to be tough. It's not going to be you tough. Know? It's going to be we, impossible. We're just not there. I know. Not we don't have the numbers. You know, it's like in all of Mobile County, there's like, you know, there's 400,000 people in Mobile County here where I live. Okay, 1% of that. Yeah. It's not a ton yeah. of people, you know, 4,000? 1%? Small, very small. Tiny. 4,000. And that's across all ages. So working age people, 3,000 maybe, 2,500? Yeah. Across the whole Epping County? Yep. And, and so... The, the issue that happened today also is affecting other cis supporters that are on Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, it's, and now they're terrified and scared of yeah. what could potentially happen or what the round. And they're drawing back from supporting the community. Yeah. So you know, I, I tweeted and, dis, and messaged one today, as I discussed before we went on air. Yeah, she's, she's concerned. She's pulling back and she's only doing to discuss things you know she's a she's a lesbian so she's she wants to just discuss feminism and lesbian right and she has been a huge trans ally and she sees this kind of shit going on it's like what do you think her response is going to be well exactly you know and so here's here's something and i'm going to throw this out here because i don't know who listens to our show and who doesn't all right but any of those individuals that are cisgender that are supporters of this community, I'd like them to come on to the show because I would like to yeah. commend them. Oh, absolutely. I would, I would love to have you come on the show. I would love to have you be known that you are loved by our community and it's only a few bad apples that are causing and creating all of these problems. Because I really respect every single individual that says oh, is trying to support us. I don't care if you're making a few bucks on it or whatever. You know what? Who cares? Everybody's making money off of somebody. Sorry. Yeah. We all have to make a living. Okay. Uh, unless you're doing it in a nefarious way. Okay. And, right. I really, and I haven't seen that in our community or no. those who are supported, whether they be a therapist or endocrinologist or GP or a GRS surgeon, they are all serving a need in our community that we could not get all these services if we had to rely on fellow transgender people to provide them to us. The expertise is not there. The numbers are not there. No, and it does, and even when we start to talk about this, now think about this for a second, okay? What is society built on? Uh, let's see, we provide services for everybody and we make money. That's called wages. Everybody has a job. And now you're going to nitpick like this in regards to, oh, I'm the spoiled trans girl and all I want is trans stuff and woe is me. Like, give me a fucking break. And I'm sorry, this one really burns my ass. And you know me, I'm much more boisterous in the <laughs> things that I say, but it's true. Because it's really important for people to understand. We yeah, need this, this you know, population to help us and to support us, period. That's it. Amanda Knox, you're amazing. I am telling you this. Zoe, you are amazing. I think everything you guys do has helped our community ex- exponentially. And if you want to come on this show, we would love to have you because you know what? You're loved by these two girls. I can tell you that right now. No question. Okay. And so. And it's, it's not to say that uh, Ms. Benaway hasn't been an asset for the, for the community in her own way and things she has done. She's won literally literary awards. She's a PhD candidate. Um, she has a certain point of view for this. I get it to a very small point, what her point of view is, but I feel like she's being very petty in this. I'm not sure why 
or what she's getting off on as to why she went after Miss um, Knox, why she did this, what was the point of it? Right. Was she just mad, angry at the success that a cis allied person has had? Yeah. So, you know, and I'll talk about Gwen in a good way too. Okay. Because she has done good things. Um, you know, she, like you said, she's got literary awards. Um, she's done a lot of the good poetry. Um, you know, she stood up for our community in a lot of different ways. She, I believe in, 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 in the wrong way, in the wrong way, she was trying to support our community, but she just picked on the wrong person to do it. And she probably just maybe didn't think it through before she yeah. decided to attack somebody. Okay. Which, okay. And I in a, in a, from a good heart, I hope, I hope. I hope so too. Not, not from pettiness of any kind, but um, this was the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. And, and so here's something. Okay. I would invite her on the show without being any kind of animosity. If she really wanted to come on this show and actually sit and talk about this. And if she wanted to express her opinion, I mean, I'm not going to beat her up. I'm beating up everybody right now that I think goes against. And that's what cannibalism is. So if you're going to cannibalize our community, which oh, is yeah. basically just, what just Gwen kind of did. Cannibalism. That right, and that's, that's kind of what Gwen did. Now, if, if she, yeah, it, exactly. But if she wanted to come onto the show and talk about this, I wouldn't have a problem with it. And I'm not going to go and beat her up. Okay. Even though I've been very boisterous about what she did. And I think it was totally wrong. And I think it was, you know, all of that. But I'm willing to forgive and forget. Do you know, let's hear what you got to say. Okay. Um, and so we, when we talk about this cannibalism thing, we have to start stopping this. We've got to figure out a way to start to say to individuals out there and say, look, what are we doing to ourselves? We are such a small minority. We need to gather, come together. Anything and any help that we can get in the outside world, when I call yes. that the cisgender world, yes. we've we got need, to take we it. Need community. We do not need to be enemies of each other over petty things. Exactly. And for me, I see this as pettiness. I'm it's sorry. total pettiness. I think you were slighted or you were not happy with a tweet by Miss Knox or whatever. Maybe send a private message and say, you know, what the fuck? What is going on? Instead of broadcasting it to the world or trying to take somebody down, which Obviously. she succeeded. Yeah. You know, she is off Twitter. She is deactivated her account and has been away, did the same damn thing. So what was the game? Where was the gain? What did we gain here? There is no gain. A lot of, a lot of turmoil, a lot of angry people, a lot of hurt people upset in the community of going, just what the fuck was this about? What the hell just happened? It hit us. Yeah. And here we are. We're it doesn't move here. us forward in any shape, form, or fashion. This kind matter of matter of fact, it doesn't move us forward. It sets us back a whole bunch now. God, because now we've lost a huge advocate for our community. A wonderful individual. I've heard her on other podcasts. Uh, you know, Gender GP, Dr. Weberly Helen was the one. Was one she had them on the show. I listened to that one. I thought it was amazing. I thought wonderful, awesome. You know, so. And, and again, we, we need cisgender people, but we've got to stop that cannibalism and internalizing everything and trying to destroy ourselves. Because oh, yeah, because we already have wolves. enough enemies. The wolves are at our door. Exactly. All and the when time. When they see this kind of infighting, they're just salivating oh. to take us the rest of the way down. You know, we cannot survive with infighting and the constant eating of each other at petty catty bullshit we do not move forward with this kind of stuff in any shape form or fashion it just rips us down rips us apart and it just fills the hearts of our enemies with glee yeah for sure okay um and that's the other thing too i mean um you know what can we do as a community to heal ourselves from this and you got to start to think about that, too, because obviously now we've seen the destruction and everything else. Where's that healing? I'll bet you there's a ton of people right now that are just sitting here going and thinking, God, do I really want to be on Twitter anymore? 
Oh, hell yeah. Why, why would I want to support Why would I want to stay here? And, they're just going to shoot me down later. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, and, and what? Who's going to be the next one that takes the, the knife into the back or into the heart? Who's, who's that? What, what goes on then? You know, we already have enough trouble in just being accepted in the LGBTQ part of the community. Yeah, I know. You know, and then we get attacked by a lot of those individuals as well. So we in the T community here, we've got to start to get our shit together and start to say, look, we cannot continue to beat ourselves up and to destroy ourselves because the rest of the world in the conservative portions of, of uh, community, religious right-wing evangelists, they want us destroyed, okay? And guess what? We're just going along for the ride, and we're doing it for them. They can just sit back and laugh and eat popcorn and have oh, beer. Really? Go, yeah. We, wow, we, this I is mean, a this, great show. Let's see what happens here. The saved them all kinds of money and time, didn't it? It does, right? Um, my professionalism usually goes out the door in this show because I usually have so <laughs> much you know, boisterous. And I say, a lot well, of you know, I don't want you wearing your therapist hat. And, and I never wear my therapist hat when it comes here. No. I have my business hat and I have my, my trans hat. Um, and this is what I wear. Um, so I'm real. I say it the way it is. And I don't really give a shit what other people think. That's the way I've always have been. Well, you know, do to a degree, but you know, we, we well, I, I do, <laughs> but you know, yes, so, we don't, we're not intentionally trying to piss anybody off, but this is very much an opinion show For and sure. we are voicing our opinion and yes you think of, you know we should have maybe done a content warning trigger sort of thing about all this oh. that yes that this is an opinionated show and both of us have very very strong opinions and have no problem in expressing, expressing them. them yes so what i will do really quick when i do to, uh, take this to air and to take it live i will be putting a content warning right beside what the title is um and i'm going to say that specifically straight out in the description as well so that people do understand that this one's going to be an ugly one mm -hmm. so we have to look at it now by saying that okay now we've got to pick it up i mean I'm, I'm thinking right now in the back of my mind right now i can think of certain individuals that are very very supportive to our community that are going to be going in hibernation because they're sitting here going, oh, who's the next person that's going to attack me? Oh, but my God, yeah. What's, what's, what's the next target? Who are they coming after next? Right, exactly. And I think we need to be, especially on this show, extremely proactive in the sense of trying to make and recover this. Let's try to focus on this. Let's. I, I would love to have certain individuals, and I'm going to be DMing a bunch of individuals to come on the show that I know that are cis, that are... You know, they might be fearful of coming on this show, but I'm going to tell them, you know what? You don't have to worry because we in our... We're not we, here to shoot you. We're, no, we're to praise you. We are, we here, to are here to praise you because we really need you. Good, honest conversation, communication. You know, it is, this whole debacle is a large failure of communicating. It and is. It, it is. You know, and when we talk about that, too, it's very easy to say things in writing. And it's not because, when, you know, sometimes you got to look at this. Would you have said or would the, one of these individuals have said this right to the person's face? Probably not. I hope, I hope not. It's real easy to do it sitting exactly, behind. Exactly. Right. And, and we see that every day. Uh, you know, the president of the United States. Oh, my God. Is, is very, very good at it. I mean, he is the ultimate, ultimate middle school bully of the playground, and he's never matured beyond that. That is his SOP every day. And we see so much of that on Twitter as it is. He's kind of set the tone for that in our society these days, especially here in the United States. And you can see it reverberate across the world in other areas and other nations. And it is not who we are as humans, and it should not be who we are as humans. We are better than that. Oh, and we are. need to be better than that as a community. There is too much at stake for each of us as individuals and as a community. We are stronger together. A bundle of sticks is not easily broken. Each no. individual stick shattered. Well, exactly. It's, it's the old case. United, we stand, divided, we fall. And we continually divide each other all the time and cut ourselves up with knives and all of that. 
we're not getting anywhere in a positive light. No, we're not. We need to unify. We need to say, look, come on, let's drop this shit. Let's get real. You know, Um, take your attitudes. Like, I know that there's a lot of strong feelings in the community and there's lots, you know, I've, I've talked about this with gatekeeping and I've gone on and said a whole bunch of stuff, but yet in turn two, you know, you still have to be community. You still have, you gotta, you gotta say, look, you know, we're very small. We need to support each other. We need to show unification. If anything, that's something that we direly lack a lot of times. We have small pockets of unification. Do you know, I, I see individuals that are fine and they're all together and they kind of huddle in a group and there's all of that sort of stuff. But we need to take all of those small little groups that are out there and put everybody together so that we're a unified group, a big group. And we need to stick up. And one thing that I do have to admit today, um, seeing the posts about Amanda and the, the posts uh, all about this, there were a lot of choked people that were really upset that Amanda left. Oh, a lot of people upset. And there'll you know? be even so is they realize that they're not seeing tweets from her and they're not aware of everything that's gone on. I was not, I mean, this morning I had to delve into it when I started seeing tweets about it and, and trying to figure out what, what the deal was and what the gist of this matter was. And then of course, there's no way I'm sure there is a way to, to see these tweets um, because I know they all get recorded, whether you delete them or not, they are, somewhere yeah. to be found. And um, it would be uh, interesting to go back and, and read how this, you know, to see it chronologically, how it went down and what was said to each other. And I'm sure it would be uh, just, oh, my God. Yeah, because, you know, the one thing is um, Amanda is a very strong woman. And it had to be something really, really bad that took Oh, my her. God, yeah, too. I think she just had her feel because I know there's been uh, – people have been piling on her for some just oh. petty bullshit stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? I was like, my God, you've you got to be kidding. You know, I think it's uh, – there's a lot of – I'll say there's a lot of children in our community that if you're going to be picking on somebody like that – you're just childish. You have no idea. Like you got to, you know, I'm, I'm sorry to say, and it's true too. Okay. And I'm going to say it this way. Um, Terry and I are seasoned women and we're, you know, we've been around the block a lot, decades and decades and decades. Okay. And we've seen a lot and we know what is really how petty this kind of stuff is and how it affects us even because we're sitting here trying to figure out, you know, we, we can see the, how petty it is. We can see how childish this is, you know, I'm sorry, but when you're 30 years old and you're going to be saying stuff like this, it's like, we're looking at a six-year-old when we were 30. That's the best way to equate this right now. And I'm sorry, I don't care how educated you are or whatever the case may be, but you got to start to realize. Maybe not a six-year-old, but a 15-year-old. Okay, we'll go with 15, and I'll give it a little bit more grace period there. Sure. Okay, Terry, that sounds good. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, thank, thank you for correcting me there. That you're probably right, okay? But it sure seems like it was a six-year-old. Um, because you're a lot more hot-headed when you're 15, you know. It, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But, however, here's, here's another factor, and um, in society nowadays, and especially in universities, especially academics and the humanities, they are very much against so much in what society actually is and what it dictates. I know Gwen is very much an academic, okay? And she has very much an understanding and a difference of opinion. Same thing, and I'm going to relate it back to where I was when I was in my nonprofit. There was a lot of academics around the table. They had a very, very different viewpoint of things. Not worldly experience, just that very got the blinders on and, you know, this is the way it is. And they have that certain way of means. I mean, I... I, I, Academia is somewhat cloistered. Exactly. And it was the same reason why I had to step down from my executive presidency position in my nonprofit, purely because of an academic that was stating that, and we've had this show before too, where I've gone through the whole explanation of all of this. Yes, at length, yes. And and so it's the same thing. It's like 
look, we realize that our society needs change and all of that sort of stuff. But if you're going to be in this community, unification is, is, is by far the most important part of it. You're going to have... Yeah, I mean, we have enough divisions in the community right. of, of non-binary and gender fluid and all the labels that we have for all the flavors that exist under the transgender umbrella. And we have that as well. So there's trying to amalgamate all the different flavors of being transgender and to throw a monkey wrench into all of that, like with this is not helping. No, it doesn't, it I, don't, I don't know what was the gain out of this. Well, if you grind your ax. Well, and that's what it was. It was, you know, and now everybody's gone. Everybody that was involved in this is now off Twitter. Okay. Yeah, so, so what was the gain here? Like, you know, I, I don't mind people standing up and fighting for their rights or doing something like that and putting their head out, you know, and all of those kinds of things. If you've got an end result, that's going to be a big gain for where, whatever it is that you're fighting for. This kind of stuff has ramifications. Yeah, it, it does. has reverberations. It ripple effect tsunamis that go out yes. from this implosion that's taken place. And I hope to hell that none of the people that have been involved in this do something just do not go there. You know, if you need help, reach out to somebody. Yeah. Because this affects individuals involved. It can have really bad uh, effects to mental health. Mm -hmm. I mean, transgender people have a higher propensity for suicide. Well. And events like that, like this, can unfortunately possibly lead to something like that because of the spiral. Yep. And it can put somebody in from previous years' experiences or underlying issues or whatnot. It's just horrible all the way around. Well, people don't understand when they say certain things, and just like you said, how you can affect somebody. So even, for example, too, and I'm going to go on this side of it, you know, I'm worried about Gwen. Mm -hmm. And I really am because... Even though, you know, she did what she did, and that's fine. But I do have to admit, um, you know, Gwen could be really feeling awfully rough right hurting. now for everything. Hurting. She, and she's probably going to be hurting a lot. I think both know? these individuals are hurting. very well could be hurting. And I hope Gwen has um, a very strong and good support system around her. Mm -hmm. And I hope... Amanda does as well, but they both do. Yeah. And have, you know, can reach out to those who can help them and will, and that people around them will um, check on them and not just be an echo chamber. Well, it's, you know, this is the one thing when we talk it through, okay, we're, we've talked it through pretty good and we've, show, I've, I've shown very spiritedly how I feel about both sides. Of it. No, 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 no. But the thing is, though, too, is, is that when I go to the other side and we start talking about this, this is where my therapy, therapist side hat comes in. on. Yes, I know. And, and the hat comes on. And right away, it's not judgmental at all. Okay. I'm, I'm judging the, 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 the situation more than I'm judging the people. Okay. Um, maybe I said some rough things about Gwen, but yet in turn two, once you come to the side of it and you start to talk about what the mental effects could be, yeah, I'm concerned for her. I hope, and I, and as with you, Terry, I'm very much in hope that she has a good support system around her because I got a feeling that right now she's really chewing herself up inside and wish maybe she didn't go down this road. Oh, I, I would think any, I mean, any human would be second guessing themselves to a point. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, um, otherwise you're just a narcissistic psychopath if right you're down that road where everything revolves around you and then those are issues unto themselves so yeah i would expect anybody i would i mean god god that's got to hit a person hard on either side of this debate of you know amanda taking down her account on twitter miss benaway taking her account down on twitter we're talking about Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of followers yeah. between the two. I don't know how many Amanda had. I know when I saw um, 
Gwen's account earlier, she had over 10,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really, really remember how many Amanda For had, sure. but it was quite yeah. a few. Yeah, it's significant. I would have yeah, almost very, very in the 30s. Probably, yeah, very, very, very high. Yeah, in, you know, uh, and to see that occur and happen. So even saying that, that, that loss of just that, like, look yeah. at all, you know, here's two women that were benefiting the community, both of them, prior to this issue with all of their followers and everybody was really strong and everything. Mm-hmm. All of those followers now are sitting there going, you know, you're talking like 40, 50,000 individuals now are sitting there going, what the hell what happened? We're like, and, and may her, not even have a clue. They go, they go to each one of their pages and go, what the fuck? I know. What the hell? And then, and then you go off and try to find something and there's not much to find other than little snippets of maybe some people talking about it. And, you know, it would be nice to see some of the writers that are on Twitter, trans and otherwise, to write something about this. And yeah. put it I, would, I would love to it see. be done know, some sort of chronological, you know, dissection of what the hell went down and how do we not go there? Well, we, got, we have to learn from this. Our community needs to learn from this. Yeah, but the only and way can, and the thing is, is to examine what happened. Yeah, and, and once we do that, how do we, so to speak. How, yeah, and how do we repair it though? And is it even repairable? I, yeah, I don't know. Without without the two actually talking with each other, or the parties involved having a conversation, and that, how do you do that with any kind of sense of safety to yourself on both sides of this of this debate? Right. When, you know, you're angry and you're hurt and loss of such a platform for both of these women is severe. Oh, it's totally severe. Yeah. You know, there is a certain identity built into such a platform of having that number of followers. There just is. Yes. And that is an extreme loss, catastrophic loss to each of these women. Yeah, how do they well, deal you, with that? You, you think about it because grief. Both both women, both both women, like you said, have lots of followers. Okay. Um, you take a look at all of the publications that are out there about these two women, all of the different papers that have been written, all of the other different things. And now people would click on Women's that Twitter books link. Of poetry that are out there. Right. You know, there are gonna be people who are on Amanda's side will go to booksellers mm-hmm. and putting comments about her that will not be very nice. No. And same difference on Amanda and going to Amazon and exactly. putting nasty comments on reviews of her book. And it's just going to be, I and hate to say it, a shit fest. I know. And then we're back right into the same ball of wax that this all started in, which is not beneficial to the community because everybody's just going to start beating up on everybody else. Everybody's going to start picking sides and then it's going to be who's right, who's wrong, you know, and all of this. And then all of a sudden now what, what we've got a split community of individuals. These guys have these beliefs. These people have these beliefs. Oh, what? We're going to go to civil war here in the trans community. Like this is, this gets too crazy. The best way to do this. Don't do it publicly. You know, if you've got a beef with somebody, at least take that lesson from this. Don't do it in a public way. That's why there is DMs, direct message, email, a very private way of contacting someone and going, look, I've I've got a, a bone to pick with you over this. Why, what for, why not, whatever, and go that route first. Before going and airing all kinds of dirty laundry in the public sector, this has done us no good whatsoever. No, it's it's literally it's it's you know I mean when you take a look at it, this is a massive hit on the community. Oh, it's a disaster. It is, and it's like a nuke just went off, mm-hmm. and now we're got to wait and see what the fallout is about this. We've got to see how this is going to change uh, the very dynamics of our community. How many people have been affected? Like we already talked about, 50,000 maybe people are going to be affected. And then think, 
all of those other retweets about all of the other stuff, you could start getting in a quarter million people here that where it's going to be just like, a, like you said, a tsunami that just goes out completely and takes out a whole bunch of stuff, you know, and people are going to be sitting there shaking their heads. You know, if anything, I'm hoping that we learn something from this so that we realize, you know what, this was a big wake up call and we need to realize that we have to start now going, you know what, let's drop our petty bullshit. Let's drop this stuff. Let's try to be unified. My gosh, there's so many good cisgender support systems out there for us. Like we've talked about, you know. Yeah, we don't even close our doors. Yeah, we oh don't want. God, it would put us in such a world of hurt. Like, I mean, we already have issues in gaining and getting services, just like the issues in the United Kingdom. You know, three-year wait to even have an appointment. Exactly. You know. You know in the private sector, if cis people who have the expertise, even though, you know, there is gatekeeping involved, there yeah. is. That's yeah. the way it is. Those are the protocols that we have today. Those are slowly changing. However, if these gatekeepers, doctors, therapists, and whatnot, shutter their doors to us for fear of retaliation, I'm sorry, that, that's, you might as well just shoot yourself in the foot for all the good it does. Yeah. Exactly. And you thought that you could get uh, help before, you know, you ain't going to get help now. Mm -mm. Matter of fact, now you're going to be tossed by the wayside more so than what you were before. Right. Let's, let's not cut off our nose to spite our face. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's a great, great way to say it. So, you know, I sit here and I try to think of ways that we could try to, you know, unify the community and what we could do in order to be able to try to learn from this, you know, I think it's going to take a couple of days. Um, I think we, uh, the two of us, are probably going to sit here and talk about this too and try to figure out a way that we can start to maybe see what we can do. Um, again, I think a good way to do this is is to start bringing people on the show. Start to have people to show. Oh, agreed. agreed. You know, we, we, yeah. need, we need people now to be stronger than ever. So the cis gender individuals, the lesbians, those wonderful individuals that, you know, you know who you are out there. You know, let me tell you this, that the majority of the community is very, very supportive and grateful for who oh, yes, you very, are. Very grateful. And what for your you support. do for our community. And if you want to come on this show, we would be like happy to have you. Super happy. Um, we want to hear that. We want to show the rest of our community that, you know, even though we took this beating today, and how this went down, that we will turn around and we will unite and we can come back stronger than ever. And I think that's really the message that we have to try to get out there and let people know that that's what has to be done. Absolutely. And Completely agree. And I hope we'll, we'll get some people who will be willing to do that and uh, let us tell us about their side. Yeah, and I would love to hear that. And I want to hear it from cisgender people, too, that maybe weren't involved in this, obviously, that are willing to come on the show. Because you know what? I don't want you people to hide. Don't get yeah, fearful at this hide point your now. support for us, and that you're an ally, or that you're going to fear retaliation from us in some way. I think the majority of the community is not of that ilk that we are very grateful for the support of the cis community. We know what it means for us. Yeah. And like we've talked about tonight, without the cis, we do not survive. We don't. There's we're just done. Not. It's, it's not done. Right. We're, we're done. It's over. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everything that we have worked and strived for since the fifties and the forties, Right. You know, and if they don't put the fear of God in you, I'm not sure what does. Yeah. You know, like, are you so shallow minded or so spiteful that you're willing, like you said, like Terry said, cut your nose off to spite your face? You know, because if that's the case, then we might as well just pull a plug now and just say, okay, sis, just close the hospitals, close you know, everything come else. Right. Come out at work. How many, I mean, I don't know of a single other transgender person at the place I work. They're all cis. Honey, I wouldn't have survived without the cis support that I got at my place of employment. 
Well, it would have been over before even getting out of the game. Getting started, you know, and here's another thing. Okay. My construction company, I would, I wouldn't have that. If the SIS weren't supporting me in that and how I've been able to still carry on and do all of this kind of stuff. And I go out and I do quoting and stuff. I'm usually the first trans person that anybody's ever met. Yeah, is there a transgender hardware store that you get all your supplies from? Oh yeah, no, yeah, for sure. You know, and I've got you know big distributors that are all trans and all like of that. Trans, sort of stuff. trans nuts and bolts and lumber. Yeah, exactly right. And so you know, this is the thing that people have to realize that you can have this you know powerful thought, and that's a great, wonderful dream. You know, that would be really nice and all of that. But sorry, this is reality. Okay, and people have to realize this is reality. And if we don't have the cisgender population in support of us, we're, we're toast. We're toast. We're done. We're done. And, and, and again, when we look at this, okay, yeah. Put a fork in yourself and turn you over. Exactly, right? And, you know, how, how do you like your trans woman? Oh, I like her medium rare. <laughs> you know, that's, that's basically the way it's going to be, right? Right. Um, so please, people, you know, I know we don't have this, like, a huge audience and all of that sort of stuff. We're not doing too bad, but... You know, spread the word on this show, please, because you know what? We need to gain support. We need to have cis people coming on the show so that we can start and allow them to speak out because you know what? We need to praise them at every moment, at every turn, no matter what, we need to do this. It's our very existence. And again, I would like to say this. If some people are going to make some money off of this, uh, give your head a shake because that's what society is built on. It's not just about trans people. It's about society, you know? So if you're going to sit here and badmouth and beat up the cis, remember who your paycheck is usually coming from. Remember the doctors that are usually going to be working Absolutely. on you. Yes, yes. Remember, remember all the cis people that have helped you on your journey to be you. None of us get here by ourselves. None of us get here without the help and support of cisgender individuals, none of us. No. So, you know, we've been very boisterous in this show tonight. Um, we have really expressed our opinions. Um, I know I have probably flown off the handle a little more than Terry did, but that's fine. <laughs> but yet in turn two, Terry speaks and she pretty much, you know, says it right to the heart, just like I do. We just do it in a different way. Um, again, I think we also in turn respect both individuals that were involved in this in, in the sense of what they've done, their accomplishments. Um, they both worked yes. extremely hard, both Gwen and Amanda. So again, two, two uh, very we, successful women. Exactly. Right. And so, you know, uh, proud even though, of their work that they've done and accomplished. Yeah. So even though I've maybe done some beating up and stuff with the bat and all of that, you know, at the end of the side, into this backside of this, um, you know, Gwen, if you're listening out there, you'd never get a chance to listen to this. Always remember, um, we still very much appreciate what you've done in the community up until this point. Maybe it was just something just went awry for a couple of minutes. And hopefully, you know, we can resolve this and get the sites back up. I would love to see Gwen's back up. I would love to see Amanda's back up. I would love to see Zoe's back up. Do you know, because that's what counts. That's community. Maybe oh, yeah. it would be nice None to see. None of these accounts going down serve the community well in no. any shape, form, or fashion. No, not at all. And if these, if, if people could just all of a sudden now say, you know what? We learned our lesson. Everybody, you know, however it went down, and Terry and I do not know what went down. This is purely our opinions. We don't know everything yeah. that happened. It's from our digging around a bit from what we could yeah. find and what was still there and and yep. inquiring of some folks who did watch it go down, this was our gist of right. what happened. Yeah, so let's try to see if we can repair wounds. Um, again, I'm going to be reaching out to a ton of people. I hope, you know, and Terry's going to do the same. We're going to start contacting people all over the place to try to get them on the show because I think now is the time. I don't want to see people fold in and go hibernate we want to see people stand to the forefront here and understand and realize how we are, how appreciative we are, the cisgender people, and that they are, we, you know, there's lots out there. There's lots of individuals out there that help us so much. We oh, absolutely, them. yeah. I would, I would not be alive without them. I wouldn't be here without them. Well, I know I wouldn't. 
you know, there, there is no way in hell I would have been here. I, yeah, I'd be dead. Just pure and simple. Well, that's, that makes two of us because we both know that if it wasn't for, if, if we couldn't have gotten our GRS's uh, surgeries, if we couldn't have gotten the work that we therapists, got, everything, hormone, therapy, everything, doctors, everything, everything was okay. a cis person. I didn't have a single trans professional medical care, mental care. Not a single one. They're not one to be had where I live. You know, and was damn grateful for their help and support and expertise. Right. How can you not be? No. So I think we, you know, this is our second show on on being trans cannibalism. You know, I think it's... It was a very specific form of cannibalism. It was a very specific form in this one, but still it has community ramifications right across the board. It's like... Oh, yes. We've said it's like going to be, it's like a, a tsunami that's going to go out, out through the community and it's going to be very violent. Yeah, it would be so, interesting to see what aftershocks. This yeah, is. and what we need to do is that we need to be there in support of everybody. So remember, we are community. We need to stick together, even cis, trans, everybody. We need to stick together. We need to drop that petty bullshit if it's going to come up. you got time to heal now. Um, you know, sure, everybody's got wounds right now. Everybody's probably hurting really bad, like like we've talked about. You know, Gwen, I really hope you've got some good support around you. Um, you know, and Amanda, I hope you do too. I both do, and I hope you know, both of you. Um, just sequesters for a while and, you know, circles the wagons and just heal. You know, she really needs to heal because she's been suffering some you know, slings and arrows over the last few months. I've seen some of that. And yep. she's weathered uh, some petty, a lot of bu- petty bullshit Amanda has. I don't know about Gwen. I don't, didn't follow her. I didn't even know who she was until today. Um, nothing against her, just... Yeah, just I, no, no. I mean, I don't know of every trans person on Twitter. There are plenty I run across every day that I've never heard of, didn't know... And don't necessarily follow when I do know who they are because just a bit of a difference in who we are, so to speak. Yeah. So, um, but I've learned about somebody in the community that I didn't know about today. And she has quite a few accolades and, and uh, has done some good in the community and had some wonderful success as a poet there in Canada. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Well, again, let's, let's hope that we all are adults and we think we want to mature adults. We want to be mature adults. Civil. Let's see if we can maybe heal this and start to move forward. Um, I can guarantee you, Terry and I will be doing a a bunch more shows on this kind of stuff because I think it's at the forefront of our community right now. We talked about it before, but this has really put an exclamation mark multiple times on cannibalism and how we need to stop this. We literally, we need to stop this and we need oh, to stop it now. We have to stop We it. have to stop Otherwise, this now. It's going to be the death of us. Exactly. As a group and possibly as individuals and, and nobody wants that. Nobody. No, nobody wants it. Okay. So anyway, we're going to end off the show on that note. Um, again, uh, it's been a, a really tough day out there. Um, Terry and I, I know for a fact, we're giving all of our best and positive thoughts to both individuals that were involved in this. There's no question. Ladies, peace and love. Yeah, peace and love to both of you. Um, Let's try to see what we can do to work around this. Um, We'll be back uh, in a couple of days. Communication. Yeah, we're going to be back in a couple of days to do another podcast, and we're going to see that where we are. Um, we do have another special guest coming up on yes. Saturday. An interview Saturday with yes, we have uh, the best laid trans, Claire. Yeah. Yes, Claire. Claire, uh, Our third know. interview to do on our show. Yeah. So we're looking, looking at that and uh, having Claire on and having a great conversation with her and what her story is all about. And obviously, we're hoping that some of these other individuals that we talked about tonight will have the courage to come on because I think it needs to be made very, very clearly how important yes. cis people are. As well, Gwen, if you're listening to this, we want you on here too, because you know what? 
we all make mistakes and we all maybe have a different opinion, but it doesn't mean that we can't move on together and make the community better as a whole. And that's the way I see that. And that's going to be my I, uh, that's, world. That's, that's what all our aims should be. And maybe that was the aim of all this in the beginning, but it certainly went a while. A, 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 anyway, it, a, a it, it, got off, it got off the rails. Yes, it went awry. It went awry. Thank you. For some reason, it just would not come out of my mouth. Uh, but yeah, it went off the rails. Same difference. <laughs> anyway, anyway, everybody, I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. I know it's very, um, there's going to yeah, be content warnings. For the moment, we were going to do something else. And uh, we but, will switch channels when something like this arises. And we feel uh, it's a very strong need to talk about a situation that comes up in our community. Yep. Basically, the way we could look at this is it was COVID just hit our community. Mm. Okay. Now we got to sit here and find the cure. Well, so anyway, you know, anyway, right these days. So yeah, exactly. So anyway, everybody, have yourself uh, a mm-hmm. hopefully a wonderful evening. Um, let's uh, my prayers go to everybody once again, Amanda and Gwen, and Absolutely. to anybody else that is shell shocked by this. You know. Think of it this way. It's a learning curve. We're going to learn lessons from this, and we want to come away stronger, stronger. Yes. as a community. And, we and as individuals. And in as individuals, and we've got to move forward. So that's our last word. Have yourself a great evening, and we'll talk to you in a couple of days, everyone. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trans Talk Raw. This episode has been brought to you by TransgenderLifeCoaching.com. Please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Time for us girls to party. Join us again for our next episode of Trans Talk Raw.